Sonic. Laconic. The show where everything is made up and the points don't matter. And then you say something funny after that. Oh, I didn't have anything prepared. You improvise something. Uh, and here's Alberto, the guy who... <laughs> don't know. Okay. Welcome to our podcast about the 1994 animated television series Sonic the Hedgehog, also known as Sonic Set AM. Today we are watching... Cry of the Wolf, which was released November 12th, 1994. I'm your host, Ida, and here with me is your host, Alberto. Okay, now Ida's going to read the plot summary that I wrote like five minutes ago. Well, I just watched the episode five minutes ago. Here it is. A group of freedom fighters known as the Wolf Pack are attacked by a UFO or an unidentified freaking object as Alberto put it. But they easily defeat it. Back in Robotropolis, Snively is ordered to fix it and find the wolf pack. Robotnik blabs about the Doomsday Project that he is working on. Obviously, the writers have just recently become aware of the concept known as foreshadowing, because Robotnik will not shut up about his project that happens to share a name with the season finale. Meanwhile, Sonic, Sally, Dulcie, and Antoine... The goat. <laughs> also happens. Is, is that not true? That is 100% true. Antoine is the goat. So they also happen to be in search of the wolf pack. After an encounter with a big lightning storm, they end up inside a tunnel that leads to the wolf pack's hideout. Dulcie has chlorstophobia, so she goes home. Luckily for us. Sonic and company encounter a bunch of traps, but eventually end up with Lupe, the leader of the Wolf Pack Freedom Fighters. Backstory blah blah. Sonic calls Lupe Loopy, and then the unidentified freaking object shows up again, and they blow it up, I guess? Or do they? Or do they? Dun dun dun. It's still functional, so they destroy it again, I guess. Or do, do they? they? Dun, dun, dun. This happens like four more times. This thing is indestructible, apparently. Then Sonic leads it into the lightning storm from before, and it is disintegrated. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. Yes, it is. Yeah. Then the wolf pack contacts all other freedom fighters, including that one guy, and it ends... The end. I don't remember that guy's name. What was his name? That Ram guy? I don't know. He was there, wasn't he? I don't know. All right. Here are some thoughts I had on the episode. Uh, I liked Snively the best in this episode, I think. Why is that? Because he was all grumbling under his breath, saying snarky things. Like what? Like... I hate my life. <laughs> That's snarky? <laughs> well, no, but that was that the was... best thing he said. <laughs> that was just sad. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> he's, like, trapped in this little UFO thing, and he's banging around because he fell out. But no, he was, like, that Robotnik would give him an order via video chat. <laughs> 
It would. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then it would, it, the call would end and Snively would be like, I order you to go get the wolf pack. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say about his nose? He wishes Robotnik's nose would something. Yeah, I didn't understand what he said. But it's like what you do, where you say something and you're like, I'll put you in a tree. Say something to me. Alberto. Say anything. Alberto, do you want to go to the store with me? I'll store you. <laughs> See? That's what Snoopy was doing. <laughs> what else do we have to say? Um. Okay, so we learned that the wolf pack existed on this planet for a long time. They lived a simple life where they only used what they need and left no impact on the earth except for their footprints. And then big dumb old Julius. I thought you were going to say big daddy Robotnik. (laughs) (laughs) And then (laughs) big daddy Robotnik (laughs) came along and ruined everything. He captured their king um, and roboticized most of their kin. Uh-huh, their kin. There were only 10 wolf pack members left and they had to be in hiding. And we didn't mention it in the summary, but they pretended that there was a curse on the cavernous cave valley place that they lived so that it would scare people off. Mm-hmm. And it sure did scare Antoine. Yeah, and Antoine was so scared for this whole episode of this curse. They met the wolf pack like halfway through and nobody bothered to tell him, oh, it's okay, you don't have to be scared until the last like three minutes of the episode. <laughs> so the whole time he's like, oh, we really needed that comic relief. <laughs> I'll comic your relief. I'll relief you. Sally was getting very annoyed by Sonic in this episode because, well, in the beginning, they were asking Nicole. Oh, Nicole came through in this episode, too. Let's talk about that after. They were asking Nicole about the known freedom fighters, and this was the only one. And she was like, there's five ways you can go. Um, And Sonic's like, what's the shortest one? And then Nicole tells them, and then... Sonic is like, what do you think we should do, Sally? And then he runs away before she can answer. And she's like, why do you even ask me? And then he does that like three more times where he asks her something and then does not listen. Which is very annoying. So what did you think of Nicole? Anyway, uh, another part of the episode that I liked. (laughs) Nicole is very talented. How so? She can shoot laser beams. Did you notice that she called Sonic her main man? No, I did not notice that. That's what last episode Olivia asked us if we thought that would happen. And we said, no way, absolutely not. She's not going to continue having this character trait that she gained. So, Olivia, you were right. Olivia is not going to listen to this. (laughs) True. Let's gossip about her. I heard that... um, Olivia is really into Eurovision. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I didn't know that. 
Okay, let's stay on topic. I'll topic you. I'm going to start doing that now. I'm going to say things and then respond to someone else based on what I said. What? As I just did. You're just going to threat- go around threatening people for no reason, you're saying? Well, I'm just going to cut out the middleman of having someone say something to me and then me saying something back. I'll just say the thing first and then, you know, I'll you know you. Mm-hmm. That was the best one yet. I know it was. How was you? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so cannoli. Cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole. Nicole can shoot lasers. And Oh, you know what else about Sonic's dumb, dumbo head? <clears throat> he doesn't want to be successful, basically. <laughs> he's running around these little tunnels in the caves. It looks like he's running past all this, like, writing on the wall. The first tunnel he ran ahead on and then he's like oh well there's a big cliff and runs back all that information could have been very helpful to them but he's just a dumbo head you're a dumbo head i'll dumbo head you (laughs) (laughs) what did you think about this indestructible ufo that stupid unidentified freaking object Alberto named it that in the summary. That wasn't didn't appear anywhere in the episode. It was actually called the Test Pod, which is a much worse name. An unidentified really, freaking object. That really strikes fear into the hearts of its enemies. Well, you know what? It was a test pod. Oh no, it's the test pod. Dun 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 What did I think of it? Not much. I thought it was interesting. That so they like what did they do? Shot at it. They buried it. They blew it up. Yeah, but so that whole time Snively's in this little like other pod, and then that thing broke, and he goes, "Computer, what's the damage?" And the computer's like, "The damage is minimal. All the bombs still work, or something." And then Snively says, "Okay, let's go to switch to full power." So they're so confident. I mean, which I guess they should have been because it was very, very, very hard to destroy. But they were so confident that stuff was running at half or less than full power this whole time. But then when the test pod was destroyed by the lightning, why did it get destroyed by that? Why was that any different than blowing it up? Well, they said it was toxic. Oh. Remember when it burned Sonic's butt? Yeah. I guess the other reason that it worked is because there was, like, two minutes left in the episode. (laughs) But it worked. Thank goodness. Goodness gracious. Good grief. I was reading early Peanuts today. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the punchlines in a strip from 1953 is that the kids don't know what a rocking chair is. (laughs) It's some old thing. What is that? (laughs) What? I mean, how long do you think rocking chairs have been around? I don't know, but I've never seen one. What is that? That's for old ladies only. But did you know that Charlie Brown's original catchphrase was, Great Scott! You're lying. I'm not. Great Scott? Mm Mm-hmm. That's not even something Charlie Brown would say. He was saying it. You know, he was real um, annoying in early Peanuts. Like, Like, what else? He was a big jerk. Violet was listening to some music, 
And he walked up and he was like, oh, I like this song. And he started singing along. And then he was singing so loud over it. And he was like, la, da, 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 looking so cocky about his singing abilities. And it just, it drove Violet away. Mm-mm, what a bully. So he deserves his his uh, treatment by everyone else. His endless bullying that he got for the rest of his life. You know what? I've been trying different tactics on kids when they're being mean. The first one that only works about maybe... Why don't you just throw eggs at them? 20% of the time. As I say, like, something to the effect of, you know what, you're actually a baby right now. Are you a baby? And you think they're going to be like, no, I'm not a baby. Sometimes they're like, yeah, I am a baby. Treat me like a baby. (laughs) Um, But my new thing that I tried today that also didn't work is I'm like, you know what? You're being a bully right now. Do you want to be a bully? They're like, yeah, I do. (laughs) Actually. So I don't know. I don't know what to do. Why don't you? Like what? What is something that they would be doing? Well, this morning, this kid this... threw a bird, dead bird at me. <laughs> it wasn't at me. I was sitting a little bit far away, but I watched the whole thing happen. He picked up a dead bird, and then a group gathered around him because people were like, "What is that?" Their eyes were like, and then boing, 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 boing. another teacher was like, "Okay, are you ready to put it down?" And then he throws it up in the air into the group of people. <laughs> it was very magnificent. <sighs> Why don't you say, yeah, that's real fun. Let's all throw dead birds into the air. <laughs> Everybody, go look for your own dead bird. Why don't you say like, oh, that's something I like to do. Don't you want to be just like me, an old person? Yeah, that's what I should do. When somebody's hitting somebody, <laughs> I should say, I love hitting kids. <laughs> <laughs> say it as loudly as you can. And then start hitting them so the other kid stops. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Sonic. Okay. Sonic is very popular with the kids. Guess how many people in this summer camp have Sonic Crocs? Uh, ten. Two. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of unusual that they have the exact same shoes. Have you ever seen them in the same room together? Wearing their <laughs> shoes separately. You think they're sharing, they're sharing shoes? shoes. <laughs> they could be. That's something that kids might do. That's true. And they have Sonic backpacks, Sonic toys. I was at the grocery store. There were Sonic fruit snacks. I've had those. I didn't buy them. They're not that good. They're not as good as the Scooby-Doo. Well, the old Scooby-Doo ones. They changed their recipe. I know. They're not creamy anymore. Yeah. Okay, back to Sonic. Okay, back to Scooby-Doo Fruit Snacks. There's a song that I think these kids made up at camp. It was so annoying. Because it was so short. It was just like, Shaggy, 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 and Scooby-Doo. That was it. Over and over and over. You want to hear my version of the Scooby-Doo theme song? Yeah. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you? Upstairs, taking a poo. You better insert some (laughs) cricket sounds. I didn't actually come up with that. I heard another kid saying it in like K5. And you were like, wow, that's brilliant. I have to remember that for the rest of my life. 
Are you saying it's not brilliant? That's it. Upstairs taking a poo. It rhymes. It's funny. <laughs> it makes you think. <laughs> okay, back to Sonic again. <laughs> Let's make a poop joke some more. I don't think I have anything else to say about this episode. Um, I sure do. Oh, we found out that the other Freedom Fighters have been in contact with the Wolf Pack. So apparently Sonic and the gang are not the cool ones. Everybody else has been talking this whole time. They're left out. Yeah, they weren't in the group chat. And then at the end, they were like, One for all and all for one to freedom! Yep. Standing in a little circle, they put all their hands together. Let's put our hands together for Ida. What? When you like bark? What do you like a professional wrestler? Oh. <laughs> you walk in and everyone goes. Uh-huh. Okay, we have to come up with one sentence summaries. <sighs> We were watching this episode on YouTube, and there's this <laughs> ad for this game called Who's Your Daddy? That where you're like, it's like The Sims, kind of. It Was seems it? Like. Were you playing as the daddy or the baby? I think you could play as a, anybody you wanted. <laughs> Cause it was, know, there the was baby like, was like setting the house on fire. Yeah, and then <laughs> at the, the end, the dad was just like turning and turning and turning. You could, you could do whatever you want. You could plug in the Wi-Fi router, or you could. <laughs> this sounds house, like a really fun game. Set the house on fire, and it's like baby could play in daddy's office. There's a chair you could play, and the baby's like flipping oh, onto the, the ground. The baby got sucked into the the, uh, the <laughs> yeah. shredder. The paper shredder. <laughs> that, that's what kids are playing these days. Uh, uh, Back that's in my bad. day, we did not do anything like that. We just jumped off the roof of the house. <laughs> we just, we just put ourselves in the freezer <laughs> and tried to see how long we could last. <laughs> yeah, that's way better. Remember that time I got stuck in the freezer and no what? one let me out? No. I was trying to get out and I couldn't open it. <laughs> you were going in there, you were playing by yourself? No, everyone was outside not paying attention to me in the freezer. <laughs> That's really bad. You were there too. You I were a bystander. I don't remember this. You're guilty. But that's really bad. You could have died. You could suffocate in we there. We all could have died. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't. It made us tough. Nobody was hurt in the process. We would. We had blankets. <laughs> <laughs> So it was safe. <laughs> okay, back to our one-sentence summaries. Okay, I have one. Let's hear it. <clears throat> Maybe if Sonic wasn't in charge, the Knothole Freedom Fighters would have grouped up with everybody else a long time ago. That Sonic just gets in the way. Okay, I have mine. Okay, let's hear it. Maybe if Sonic wasn't in charge, the Knothole Freedom Fighters might have grouped up with the rest of the Freedom Fighters sooner. Something, uh... Kind of lost some steam. Yeah. 
Well, uh, next time we'll be covering the episode titled Drood Henge. Which, what the heck does that mean? What the heck is a Drood Henge? What do you think is going to happen? I don't, I have no clue. I don't know what any of those words mean. Any of them. What's a Drood? Uh. Okay, I'll tell you. We'll tell you on the next episode of Sonic Laconic. What? See you next time. So we're not going to do any guesses. Well, we don't know what those words mean. How do you spell Drood? D-R-O-O-D. Drood. The Mystery of Edwin Drood is a musical based on the unfinished Charles Dickens novel. That sounds like an interesting episode. Okay, let's (laughs) sign off. All right. Great, Scott. We'll see you next time. Good grief. Ho, ho, ho!